Good morning, this is Stephen Wayne Batten. This is also the Stephen Talk Show, but this is also, I'm going to give you an encouraging word today. Your life is a road map. Your road map is where you're going to direct your life. Your life is either for Christ or against Christ. I always tell people this. Jesus is everywhere you go. No matter where you go, God is there with you. If you need healing, God can heal your body if you have the faith and you believe that you can be healed. There's miracles. He's a promise keeper. He's light in the darkness. He will never fail. He's the way maker. So everybody, you need to understand something. You might be on a road that you need to turn back and get back where you belong. Maybe you need to stop in your tracks and turn back home and and help your family instead of run away from your family. Maybe stop running away from your family problems, stop running away from your relationship problems, stop running away from life problems and start fixing them right now. Maybe you got a financial problem. Maybe you don't know what to do, but I got to tell you this right now. Don't run from your problems. Fix your problems. This is an encouraging word that I'm going to give you today. There's always the light in Jesus, but you need to fix your problems. You need to fix your problems. Jesus is there with you, but you need to fix your problems. When there's a problem, you need to fix it. There's always a problem with a solution. There's always a problem, but they all, it always has a solution. You got to have a solution to the problem because if you don't have a solution to the problem, it will never be fixed. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Just going to come on this on this air because the Lord was the Holy Spirit been dealing with me in the last uh, um, an hour or so this morning talking about problems. Problems can be solved if you have a solution. Be blessed. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I want to talk about Christ is the supreme. He's the head of all of you. He's head of you. He's the one that is for you. He's not against you. Um, Christ is the supreme. He's the head. He's the king of kings and Lord of lords. We ought to praise him and give all the glory this morning. Before we get started, just let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, let the words that come in my mouth be truthful in your words. Not my words, but your words. Let the Holy Ghost pour out somebody tonight. Let the Holy Spirit deal with them today. You are the one that can heal people. You are the miracle worker. You are the light in the darkness. You are the promise keeper. Lord, you're everything to me because you give all to us. You give all to you to us. You gave your life on the cross. And I want to say thank you, Lord Jesus. What a mighty, what a mighty God that we serve in you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You got your Bible turned to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. We're going to read a parallel. Christ is supreme. 
When I look at Christ, he's supreme. He's the head of everything. He's the head of your life. Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavens, the realms, and earth. He made the things that we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed for anything else, and he holds all creations together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he's first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made a peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. But you must continue to believe this in truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the insurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world. And I and Paul has been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. The word, the word that I can tell you. Don't be drifting away. When your mind gets drifted away from God, that means the devil is going to come in and try to destroy your life. Oh, good God, I'm already, I'm already getting some things here. I'm getting ready to put something in, in your boat this morning. I want you to recognize something. God might be invisible, but he's always working there for you. He's always there, right there next to you. And sometimes you got to talk to the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. You're saved. If you're an unbeliever that's listening to this message, let me tell you something right. I'm going to wake you up right now. If you believe that you woke up this morning, then you know there's a God that we need to serve, that I serve, that you serve. If you believe in God and you believe that you woke up this morning for a right reason, then you woke up because God told you to get up this morning. Oh, good night. I might have already started something right now. I'm on fire this morning. I'm going to give you something today. I'm going to give you something today right now. And I want to tell you right now, you got to get your act in order to do things in life. You must get your house in order. Your order, that means get things that is right for your life. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed for anything was created and is supreme over all creation. God is over everything. God looks at the people 
that's in leadership, are they still qualified? I love when people that in churches today say, you're not qualified. So you tell me that everybody that's in the church is not qualified? You choose people that, that are qualified but don't have a degree. You have a person that comes up and wants to be trained and you're going to refuse to train them? Because if you're a leader and you know how to train people and you say you know how to train people, Then you don't. Then you're not a good leader. Where's the followers at in the church? I don't see a lot of followers in the church today. I see people sitting there listening to somebody preaching. They don't even grasp the one thing. The word that some people get the word, but some people don't. Just sit there and gripe and complain about everything. But I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I got a brand new attitude. And I'm looking ahead. I'm looking to my future. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking to my future. Christ is the head of the church. So if you abuse your church leadership, God will destroy the church that's in there. And don't believe this. If you get away from God as a leadership in church, God will send people away from your church if you don't get back into some basics that you need to get back into. God will send people that will destroy your church and, and you'll have to step down as a leader because you're not doing exactly what needs to be done. People will put you out of that church, even though you might be. My dad said there's always an enemy attacking your mind, attacking your heart, attacking your soul. The enemy is attacking everywhere, which in the way right now. But God saved you, healed your body. God saved you when you, let me tell you, when you were born, you were blessed. God knew that, I like what he said, that this includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies and separated him by your evil thoughts and actions until the day that he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ as his physical body. As a result, he brought, brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ has died on the cross for you. On that cross, the blood shed for you, fell down on you. He fought three days in hell for you and got back up on the third day and resurrected on the throne and says, I got you. I got you. I got you. You got this. It's right in front of you. The Holy Spirit is saying to you that you better get up. 
You better rise above anything Christians today. If you're a Christian today, you need to rise above the enemy. But if you're a non-believer and you want to know Jesus Christ right now, it's not too late to get God right now in your life. It's not, it's not too late to get inside your heart and mind and soul. Oh my goodness, the graces. If I'm not preaching, give it. Let me tell you, I'm preaching this morning. If you are not, I want you to say this prayer this night today, right now, right, right now. This is a confession, and I want you to ask God inside your life. Say, dear Lord, I know I am a sinner, but I want to be a winner in you. I want you to purify my mind, purify my heart, purify my soul. I don't want the enemy to come against me. But I want my I want I want everything I've done in the past to be gone in my life. I want to live in the present and to my future. I want a new beginning. I want to be used in you. Holy Spirit, give me the words to say in my life. Holy Spirit, I want you to Say what you need to say to me right now in my life. Change me upside down. Turn me all around from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, in your name we say, amen. You said that prayer. You're in the book of life. I know there's some things that don't ain't going your way. You might say things that you say, but there's always that time of forgiveness. When you ask God, it's called repentance. Once you go to verse 23 in Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, but you must continue to believe this in truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance. You receive when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world, and I and Paul have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. God has chose Paul to be a servant to proclaim the gospel. And he's not stopping. He didn't stop until the very end. What time? What time? How much time are you going to give to God this week? How much time are you going to give him the glory this week? How much time are you going to give him a praise this week? How much time are you going to give him a shout this week? How many? Well, how much time are you going to sit there and meditate on God's word or meditate on the verse? Give him quality time in your life to sit down and focus on what God can do for you right now. But I give God all the glory. I give God all the glory. I give God all the glory. I am thankful and grateful that I have friends around, that I'm here, that I woke up this morning with a breath of air, with a smile on my face. I got friends on YouTube. I got friends everywhere. I got friends all from the Philippines. I got people from the UK. I got people from anywhere, from England, 
to anywhere from the United States to somewhere from Saudi Arabia. Let me tell you, friend, somebody wants to shout this morning. And I'm ready to shout. I'm ready to give God the praise. I'm ready to do something. And I'm saying to the Word, in the Word, the Holy Spirit is tugging my heart to tell you, if you're drifting away, it's time to get back to where you belong. It's time to get back to your family. It's time to put our arms around and say, hey, it's time, it's time, it's time. How much time do you have in your life today? You got all the time. You got the quality time that you can spend time with God today, every day. Every day you need to have the quality time to spend time with your family, your friends. When you go to work, you got that quality time to spend time with your employee or the employees, the other people that maybe they're going through something. You don't know. But you might want to pray for them. You might want to get them dinner if they're sick, if they need somebody. The young need to, the young needs to teach the old and the old needs to teach the young. We need to be trainers in the field. We need to be helping people in the field. We need to be the servants that God called us to be, Christians, unbelievers out there. If you need Jesus Christ, you might want to check the replay. I hope this word encourages Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. I want you to read it. Christ is the head of your life. He's in everything. He's above you. He's looking down on you. He wants you right now in your life. But you got to make some changes in your life, a new direction. Don't look at everybody else, but look at what God can do for you right now. Be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Because God is right there with you. Be blessed.